2022, and this is Arkansas Times Week in Review. I'm Austin Bailey here with the one who really matters, Max Brantley. Um, there was an entirely too much news this week, and I'm really not sure how much more we can take around here. We've got a police chief retiring. Henderson State University is hacking off programs left and right to keep the doors open in Arkadelphia, and uh, there's might be some news coming out of the Supreme Court on abortion care access. So we're here to talk about that. How you doing, Max? Hanging in there. Okay. Okay. So this week's been like, I don't know, eight, 10 weeks long. Um, but remember, remember Monday when the, when the police chief retired? Yeah. Yeah. That Monday was kind of a crazy day. Cause it also, cause it all happened late in the day too, which mm-hmm. may have been by design. It occurs to me, but anyway. Sure, sure, yeah. But the, but the first thing was is that the city put out a, a, a letter about 5.15 Monday that police chief Keith Humphrey had, had retired, quote, retired. He's mm-hmm. only 58 years old, and he'd sent the letter to the mayor a week before. And it's hmm. for, for one reason or another, they decided to release it at that point, and neither of them, neither the mayor nor the police chief, were available for comment. The mayor said through a spokesman that he didn't encourage Humphrey to re- retire. You know, I, Humphrey was a huge uh, liability to the mayor. He's been a poor police chief. He's caused nothing but dissension within the ranks. There are lawsuits out the wazoo related to him. Uh, he's become a focal point of a, of a campaign for mayor by the car dealer, Steve Landers. And he, he needed Frank stood, stood by him forever, but mm-hmm, Frank mm-hmm. needed him to go. And, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so he's gone. And, and he made the chief deputy police chief, uh, Crystal Young. Oh, she, she has a hyphenated name. Haskins. Young mm-hmm, Haskins mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is acting in his stead. And he says there'll be the proverbial national search for a new chief. Hard to know. Uh, I, I, I don't, think Haskins has proven herself a sufficient administrator to take over the department, but maybe that's who Frank has in mind. We just don't know. But uh, so it's all just kind of up in the air. And as usual, the supposedly transparent Scott administration is kind of hiding out in the bunker on that mm-hmm. and some other mm-hmm. issues, yeah, including, you know, to- including Top Golf, I should say, my, one of my favorite right. pets. Yeah, one of my that favorite is, hobby horses. That is an, an evergreen. Um, but you know what? Back to Humphrey. Um, you know, I think I think that you know I think it'll all kind of uh, be interesting to to kind of tease out. But um, you know, I think that uh, Humphrey kind of you know didn't get um, really a fair shake in a lot of ways. Um, he came in, you know, with the FOP after him, <laughs> and it's been a it's been a like a really tough tough road to hoe over there um, well like, it, it has that's true and and but but he he is not the previous police chief who buckner who i wasn't crazy mm-hmm. about uh got along okay with the fop perhaps to his detriment mm-hmm. i mean I, mm-hmm. I do i do think it's true that humphrey tried to be something of a change agent and in some respects he was successful they stopped no knock raves for, for drug bust and they, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. and, and he had an emphasis on better use of deadly force. And there, mm-hmm. there were things that, that he can point to that were done during his time that were good things, but he was, he, 
but he didn't get along with people and he was high handed and he had a temper and, you know, I, I, he, you know, and it, I mean, pretty good example is when he ordered everybody on the street to wear body cameras and get out and patrol New Year's Eve to make sure nothing bad happened. And he rolled up on a parking lot fight and unholstered and, and started firing on somebody. Didn't hit anybody. Good thing. He was not wearing a, a body camera as he instructed all of his, uh, lower level officers to do. And so mm-hmm. it just kind of, I mean, he kind of, he was kind of a hothead. I don't yeah. know. He was, he was, he was not the, he was not the guy for the time. In any so, case. Yeah. So it was kind of a, a, a mixed But bag. I'm not defending the FOP. I want to add quickly right. there. Sure, they, sure. they have a long, a long history of being trying to run the department yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Being, and being, and being, you know, overpopulated with white officers who don't live in the city of Little Rock. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so, I mean, there's, Absolutely. but I, yeah. I don't think, I, I don't think it was a tough position and I don't know who could have, who the perfect person would be, but Humphrey certainly didn't heal that wound at all. If anything, gotcha. he, he, ma- he made it harder. And, and Frank Scott, who ran for office as being a uniter, really now presides at the, in the fourth year of his term over a city that's more divided, I think, mm-hmm. than it's ever been. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, the, um, I mean, the mayor's race is, is, gets more more interesting by the day, I think. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, that'll be, uh, there's, pl- there's plenty that happened this week. We can talk about that one next week. But, um, yeah, so that, so LRPD changes happening. Henderson State, um, we knew that, you know, we knew it was coming, that they were going to have to make some significant cuts to make up for this um, financial problem that had really just gotten out of hand when when people weren't paying enough attention. But, man, they really, uh, they really just basically cut yeah, it they in half. Yeah, they, they just laid waste to Henderson State. It's, what was it, I think they're saying 12 programs and 88 faculty positions, about three-fourths of which were filled. They're going to lay off some 60 people. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be left from the list of, of courses, you, I think, ran the, the chart with everything they were cutting and what's going to be left. There's going to be some teacher education, some nursing programs, and a handful of some sort of tech-oriented courses. And that's it. No English, no history, no Spanish, no French, no no nothing that approaches what you'd consider a full college education. It's about to become a glorified Votech, I think. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, as somebody raised the question of, well, maybe we have too many colleges in South Arkansas. Maybe, maybe you know, Southern Arkansas State and Magnolia seems to be doing okay. Monticello, maybe, I, you know, I, we may have too many colleges in Arkansas, period. I mean, we've got nearly a couple dozen two-year colleges, I think, and I think we're facing nationally a decline in college-going population, which kind of makes that situation even harder for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the first problem with Henderson was is it just had some some lax administration over a period of years that let them get into a hole that, that was just mm-hmm. too big. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, the, it, when you talk to some Henderson state alums, like, you know, it just, it was, it was a sweet school and, um, you know, people really, um, have a lot of affection for it. It's, it's, it's tough to watch. I know that people are pretty sad about that. And, you know, I've heard people say, well, you know, the state has billions of dollars in surplus. Why can't, why can't they, uh, come through for us? So, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if that would be the best use of funds, but well, I mean, it, it, the state has the money to do it. And I don't think it's an unreasonable thing for people to say, but 
it, it is kind of a slippery slope when sure. you bail out one college and when the next college comes up with a problem, then what? So I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. And higher education is kind of viewed as something of a separate entity. And we're, we're on the heels of a legislative push to, to figure funding based on productivity. That is mm-hmm. your number of students who are graduating and progressing mm-hmm. normally and blah, blah, blah. And I mean, this, this isn't the time to expect any, uh, any Christian charity out of the legislature toward Henderson state. Right. Or maybe anybody. Uh, higher education in general is viewed with suspicion by a lot of those guys to begin with. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, H- Henderson State just won a place in my heart. Uh, was it this year or maybe the year before when um, they uh, ditched the uh, female-only rule for their homecoming court? And um, and I loved yeah. that. I really loved that. So you know, South Arkansas. Oh, Henderson has a, has a good history. I mean, it's graduated or enrolled. I'm thinking of a famous uh, Arkansas Times contributor uh, enrollee who didn't graduate from there, Ernest Dumas, and uh, among many. And I think uh, oh, he was in class with some other famous writers who went on to great things and. I know. I mean, I, a lot of people have a warm spot for Henderson. Absolutely. I think the biggest question out of this is, will they still be able to play football? I guess mm. they're still offering a PE major so they can enroll, they can enroll a lot of future coaches on their football team still. Huh. All right. <clears throat> all right. Go Reddies. We'll be thinking about you guys. Uh, so, but what we've all been thinking about, I think since Monday at about what, 7 PM um, was the news from the Supreme court. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, at first when we heard, oh, the, the majority on the court is ready to overturn Roe v. Wade, you know, it's, is this real? Uh, I think, you know, the next day Justice Roberts confirmed it is. And, you know, the, the, the argument over who leaked it and why, while interesting. Um, Second, secondary importance, in my view. But, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think the evidence is growing that you can make a plausible case that the leak came from the conservative side, mm-hmm. that, that it was, it was, a, it was a move to hold the five that are on this draft opinion that was written in February and undoubtedly has been through some changes. These opinions always go through a, a long back and forth process, but, but I can see Jenny Thomas being so happy mm. about it and hearing that John Roberts is up there trying to craft some kind of sort of middle of the road, slightly compromised solution that she put it out there because wall street journal wrote about this last week that Roberts was out there trying to peel some people off Alito's hard line mm-hmm. leanings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it was a liberal clerk. I don't know, but, but I mean, yeah. I, I think there's, I think there's room for a lot of different motives to be at work in the leaking. Mm-hmm. The, the news is that as written, it's the end of abortion in nearly 30 states, mm-hmm. and it opens the door to challenges of a lot of individual rights in a lot of other areas, same-sex marriage, right. protection of LGBT people, birth control even. even it, It's not a stretch to say you could use this reasoning to go after interracial marriage. I don't guess Clarence Thomas necessarily would sign on to that. Or who knows? Maybe who he knows? would. Say yeah. if the state wants to do that, that's up to the state. Okay mm-hmm. by me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the leak is 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 kind of immaterial. We can deal with that later. The I think the you know the issue at hand is you know what are reproductive justice advocates in Arkansas going to do? What are they able to do? Um, you know, before well, I think it's pretty clear Arkansas is screwed. Oh, no, okay. no matter how this turns out, it's either going to be Alito's formulation, which is utter and complete disaster, or or it's the supposed Roberts compromise, which is to uphold the Mississippi law, which allows uh, abortion to be pro- prohibited after 15 weeks gestation. Well, that means the end of the viability standard set mm-hmm. by Roe v. Wade. That essentially ends Roe v. Wade. That means everything's going to happen in Arkansas. We we won't. Fifteen weeks won't matter anymore. I mean, it'll mm-hmm. it'll be over. They will move to say Roe v. Wade no longer is controlling, and so our trigger laws, both in the Constitution and statutory law, take effect, and abortion's over in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And that and that means that means morning after pill. That means mm-hmm. Plan B. That means first three weeks. That means everything. Right. You know, um, like one little ribbon of possibility um, that where I think there could be some movement, um, you know, in 2021, uh, you know, they said, oh, you know, no abort, the trigger laws, oh, no abortion, even in cases of rape or incest. Um, and that's that's what's going to happen when when our trigger triggers. But um, I, I do wonder if there's not I mean, there was there was some some pushback. Even I remember Missy Irwin saying, oh, come on, guys, really? But of course, then she voted for it anyway. Um, yeah. I just I just really do wonder if Arkansans are are really here to force victims of, of incest to, to have babies. I, I, I wonder. The answer to that is yes. I, I think mean, I think our politicians are. I don't know that our citizens. Well, are. right. But 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 how's how's it going to be changed? Hmm. Right. I mean, who's who's going to initiate an act or a constitutional amendment, which are now just about impossible to get on the ballot anyway? Mm-hmm. I mean, who's going to do it? And no, no legislator's going to propose such a law. I mean, in Louisiana, they're already got laws moving through the legislature to uh, prosecute the women for mm-hmm. murder. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Arkansas has a limited endangerment of the woman's life exception, but. As, as a number of people have pointed out, and I think they may even contain an ectopic pregnancy exception, but as a number of people have pointed out, sometimes miscarriages, naturally occurring, occurring miscarriages don't work, and mm. they require physician assistance to be completed mm. to mm-hmm. protect, to, to prevent continued agony for the mm-hmm. mother. Mm-hmm. And prevent that's infection, an, that's an, yeah. That's an abortion. And, yeah. and and a criminal act under Arkansas law. And, I, you know, I, I don't, it's I'm afraid we're about to move into the situation that Ireland was in, which is. They're going to be horror stories after horror stories and sad cases after sad cases, and maybe eventually that will move a sufficient movement of people to say, no, we, just, we went too far. But mm-hmm. in the short run. I, I just don't see it. I don't see a, a Republican legislator in Arkansas who'll stand up and do the right thing out there. Yeah, I, um, you know, watching watching the votes and the and the conversation, you know, in the Senate this last session, um, 
you know, uh, Jim Hendren, who is obviously an independent, not a Republican anymore, you know, he, you know, was against, you know, scrapping the rape and incest part, but then ended up just voting present. Not that it would have made any difference, but it's a, t- it's a, you know, it's a make or break issue. I the, guess, the interesting question is, is are they, are the, are the legislators right? Are, are they real, real representatives of the popular sentiment or oh, are they not? Right. And well, they, you know, I think we've seen this polls, with the gun polls issue. Polls show they're not. Polls show absolutely, yeah. a majority, even in Arkansas, favor the preservation of illegal access to abortion with, with lots of limits, which we have them out the, you know, and by the, by the boatload. Mm-hmm. But, you know, some of that is like the way the nation, it's sort of an electoral college issue. Maybe it's overwhelming in Pulaski County, for example, abortion rights, but maybe mm-hmm. not so much in Craighead County. You know, mm-hmm, so I, mm-hmm. some of it might be that you get the 50 percent by the overwhelming urban vote, which out in the various legislative districts isn't reflected. And I, I haven't really seen a, a careful study of that, so I just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm, I guess we're going to have have no choice but to see how this unfolds. Um, you know, it's been interesting to watch a lot of uh, reproductive justice folks um who've been who've been kind of preparing for this you know end of days situation for a long time now um i imagine you know people are uh, raising money for travel expenses to get women to places where abortion care is accessible um you know i've heard of people you know hoarding the plan b's and just well and see this is where the battle continues on which is which is makes the republicans very happy it won't be enough that we ban it here. Uh, we we may criminalize women. We will certainly eventually pass laws that makes it a crime for you to obtain the pill, uh, the medication abortion from an out-of-state supplier. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will probably attempt to fly in the face of First Amendment interstate commerce and prosecute people who provide money or transportation for people to go other places. I mean, I think there's likely some legal challenges to all these things, but th- they will lie ahead. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's just, and the other thing that's missing, if you're looking for hope in this situation is in, in the week since this news broke, I haven't heard a single moderating voice from the controlling Republican party in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. So you haven't They're heard all. any Republicans step forward with plans to provide better maternal care or no, um, no, no, better funds no, early no, childhood or to education. Say, of, cor- of course we will allow an 11 year old who's been raped by her uncle to have an abortion. Mm. Nobody mm. said that. And, and nobody said we will take every step to make sure that somebody discovered that the 20th week of pregnancy, that they've got a, a, a fetus that will not survive and, so we're going to provide some some care for that mother. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not not nothing. It's all just the, the only that the only thing is to say, well, we don't want it. We don't want to celebrate yet till it's sure. That's that's mm-hmm. about that's about the only restraint I've seen. Well, I do think, though, that we, we haven't mentioned, but I think it goes without saying that women with access and, and the financial means will be able to get that care. Yes, uh, I think that's true, but there are going to be states that'll prosecute women who come back home hmm, yeah. after going to New York. 
And, you know, oh. I mean, in some countries they're tracking uh, menstrual cycles so that, you know, yeah. that they can they can be on top of something. If mm-hmm. somebody misses a cycle and go and investigate mm-hmm. what the heck happened. Right. You know, I, I, I've, I've seen people talking about this and people saying, no, you know, I have this app on my phone and that <laughs> just but this is fine. But then, you know, um, Vice uh, Vice News had a story earlier this week about. A, a data harvesting company that has been tracking uh, people who have been to Planned Parent locations, who visited Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. sure. and, and selling um, selling their location data. So, I mean, I guess Aunt Lydia is watching. She's out there watching us. Um, the, church, the church ladies at work. Yeah, and boy, they're yeah. and boy, are they mean. You know, I mean, they that's they mean. Are, they are mean. They are a mm-hmm. mean bunch. Yeah. Yep. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. It's it's uh it's it's been a tough week so uh give us a recommendation of something a palate cleanse for this weekend what can we watch to forget about this cruel world <laughs> well i don't know the thing i've been enjoying i think i mentioned to you earlier this week i've started watching tokyo vice okay and it's uh, it's this really it's this noir japanese crime show but it's all about a, a, a an american who goes to work who becomes very fluent in japanese and goes to work as a journalist for the biggest newspaper in japan and gets enmeshed and trying to break stories about, about Japanese gangsters. And it's, I don't know, I, I, it's a little hard to keep up with who all the gangsters are. I, I find myself a little confused at times, but just seeing life in Japan and the shots of Tokyo and, and what have you, it's, and, and the, and the newspaper stuff has a resonance for newspaper people. It's like, you know, I mean, one of the editors says something like we're publishing this today because by tomorrow it's just shit, you know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's by then it's turned to nothing. You know, we gotta, we gotta publish now that, that sort of thing. So it's Mm -hmm. for, for newspaper junkies, such as, such as the the few of us are less since newspapers are a dying breed. It's uh, it's entertaining Mm -hmm. from that point Mm -hmm. of view. Okay. All right. I'll check out Tokyo Vice. I also, I want to recommend uh, Anatomy of a Scandal on Netflix. Um, I mean, who doesn't love a scandal? So um, it's it's a British show, um, you know, upper crusty British people behaving badly. Um, so that's that's a good one. Um, to also is it, a ser- is it a movie or a series? It's a it's a series. It's I think there are maybe five or six episodes. And that the darling woman from. Um, uh, what's the move, the show about, uh, Downton Abbey. Yes. Um, one of the daughters from Downton Abbey is on it and, um, it's, it's, it's great. It's about a rape accusation and, you know, political reputations and, um, when your dark past catches up with you, um, Sounds you know, good. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. So, uh, tune out and turn into, turn on some TV and forget your troubles. Maybe, um, well, hopefully next week we'll have some more uplifting news to discuss. Let us hope. Let us hope. All right. Well, Max, thank you very much. Have a good Thanks, weekend. Thanks, awesome. We'll see you. All right. All right. Bye. bye.